You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Six to one, the Rangers lead in the top of the ninth. Feliz the high set. Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three call. The Rangers are going to the World Series. Both Pettis, Rangers writer at WFAA, joined always by Morgan Price in a winning effort by the Rangers. Rangers win 5-0 over the AIM Angels. Good Lord. Starting off great. Yeah, start off start off strong. Morgan, Morgan, how you feeling after this three game win streak? I'm feeling great, especially seeing Miner go a complete game, shut it out, give our bullpen a good rest after we were just talking about how much they'd been worked. That was an excellent game. It really was. He gets his first complete game shutout of his career. It might have been his first complete game, not entirely sure, but I know it was his first shutout. And it's the first complete game shutout by a Rangers pitcher since May 9th, 2017. Do you know, I, have you looked at, at the note for to see who, who it was and who it was against, Morgan? Or, or I have, and they said it oh. on the broadcast, too, so uh, I remembered from there, too. Yeah, they spoiled your game. Well, that sucks. But it was A.J. <laughs> Griffin in San Diego. I remember that was such a wild game, and I think that started off or was in the middle of a 10-game win streak that year, which was kind of Yeah, nuts. it started it, I think. Yeah, that was that was a, a really fun and weird game. And this one wasn't as weird. It was just kind of fun. Yeah, let's go let's go into a little bit of the weirdness. Um first my first note was uh, I can't remember when it was. I, I know it was early on. It might have been the first or second inning. Um probably the second. But I just wrote that replays are bad and it took 18 years to decide if Logan Forsythe was picked off first or not and it just took forever. And it was completely like momentum killing. It's like, all right, is he is he picked off or not? It doesn't matter. Just can we just go ahead and decide this? But um, one of the weirdest, if not the weirdest thing that happened was his Drupal Cabrera home run that was outfield assisted. <laughs> just <laughs> bounced off the glove of Cole Calhoun and over the fence. And that made me laugh very hard. <laughs> that was great. And I don't know what I was going to say. My brain just stopped right in the middle of that. Happens to the best of us. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I think Cole Calhoun's brain might have shorted out too. I mean, it looked like it just kind of like bounced off the, the tip of his glove and like just over. And the camera angle couldn't quite get over to his glove that quickly on the broadcast. So I was like, okay, what? What happened? Why does everyone look like Cole Calhoun look like he's super depressed? I'm like, yeah. he didn't let up the home run. But then they show the replay, and I was like, oh, but he, he, he kind of did. Yeah, because at first I thought it was just like one of the ones that just like went just barely over the wall, didn't realize his glove touched it. And you're right, he did look very like sad about it. I'm like, well, you're not the pitcher, so don't feel too bad about it. But definitely showed in the replay. Yeah, definitely should feel bad about it. I mean, it's it's no... <laughs> It's it's no off the top of his head and over the wall <laughs> home run. That will always be the greatest outfield assisted home run. But you know, any outfield assisted home run is is a pretty good home run. Yeah, it was the first career complete game shutout for Mike Miner. Um, he credited Mac, uh, Jeff Mathis in the post game show. He said he only shook him off twice. Um, he had three hits, two walks. 
seven strikeouts, and but that was not the greatest thing that he accomplished. The greatest thing that he accomplished was holding Mike Trout to one for four with a pretty weakly, perfectly placed infield single, uh, one for four with a strikeout. Yeah, he struck out Mike Trout. A Rangers pitcher did this year. It's they're, wild. They're figuring him out. He's got to teach everybody how to go and, and do that. <laughs> Just teach everyone to be left-handed, throw 95, and have a really sick changeup. Uh, I super think that easy. Would, that'd yeah. be great. Yeah, that'd be super helpful for the, the bullpen. You know, especially <laughs> if you got Lance Lynn throwing out there lefty and righty, an amphibious pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> As a starter, whoo, look out. So another another thing I wanted to note was Mr. Joseph Gallo had another single tonight. I think that's back-to-back games with a Joey Gallo single. What yes. what is the world coming to? I don't know. The Rangers are they're working some magic here. They really are. Uh this one was not an opposite field single. Uh that's fine. It's still a single. So <laughs> Gallo went uh, I want to say 2 for 3. Let me go double check that. Yep, 2 for 3 playing center field as he rightly should with a walk. So he reached base three times. He had a massive moonshot of a two-run homer. I'm pretty sure he destroyed that like uh, that Cheeto van that's in right field. Yes. Like I, I think he broke it. Like it just just lasered out there. And I don't know. You just gotta move everything out of that right field <laughs> concourse because he's gonna break everything out there, especially that wagon. I think he's hit it at least like three or four times. At least three for sure, especially in like the last year alone. Yeah. Yeah, he just that thing is just target practice for him. <laughs> I'd start aiming at it if I were him, just to see how many times until they finally move it. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he's already aiming at it now. <laughs> if he is, then then kudos to you, Joseph Gallo. That's <laughs> that's some dead on aim. Yeah, another offensive output for uh, Mr. Elvis Andrews, who's back over four hundred. So you know, he's a half a decent player again. No extra base <laughs> we can hits. Keep him up. Yeah, no extra base hits. I mean, it's fine, but, um, you know, Shinsu Chu hit his seventh double of the year. I believe that was, at the time, made him third in the AL in doubles. Dude is racking them up right now. Really just racking up those extra base hits. Um, I think he had his first home run this week. He's hitting 327, and he had a really rough start to the year, but he's hitting over 300 right now. His OPS is over 950. It's at 984 right now, and he's just kind of streaky the last week and you really like to see that out of a guy who you really need to have offensive production but he played left field over hunter pence today so he did a decent job there so props to you well done uh i'd like to see hunter pence in the outfield just because i like seeing weird and awkward <laughs> human beings do weird and awkward um human things you mean seeing him up to bat isn't enough weird and awkward i mean it is. I'm just <laughs> a little greedy, and I also like watching him run. There gotcha. Was this, there was this YouTube video. I, I don't know if you saw it, but it was uh, Hunter Pence's instructional video of like teaching kids how to play baseball, and it was just like him doing all the weird things, like you gotta <laughs> run like you're in an earthquake and, and things like that. I'll go tweet it out from the at uh, Locked On Rangers Twitter account, which you also all go follow to go see this hilarious video. Um, also follow at Bryce Patrick at Morgan Price um, on Twitter. If you're not, um, delete your account or just go follow us. Either one. but <laughs> Whichever you prefer. Whichever you prefer. But we prefer that you follow us because, you know, if you're following us, then you'll you'll see all this sweet content. <clears throat> but yeah, Joseph Gallo is becoming the K. Chris Davis. Um, <laughs> or let, let me put it in this analogy way. Uh, 
K. Chris Davis to the Rangers is Joey Gallo to the Angels. Beautiful. Yeah. I analogize very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the broadcast also brought up a stat. The last nine-inning complete game by a Rangers pitcher was back in 2017 in August uh, against the Minnesota Twins in Minnesota, thrown by one Cole Hamels. And in that same series, a Mr. Bartolo Colon also threw a complete game, but he was pitching for the Twins against the Rangers. And it brought me to my point, who would you rather have on this rotation right now, Bartolo Colon, who is a free agent and is delightful, or Shelby Miller? Um, I'd go Bartolo Colon just because I feel like he still might pitch well, but if not, at least he's more entertaining. He is, and I mean, I'm honestly a little surprised they haven't given him a call. I mean, with... With the transferring of Edison Volquez to the 60-day DL, which they did a mm-hmm. few weeks ago, which honestly might end up being the forever day IL um, <clears throat> because of the, just the comments that he said when he got injured, depending right. on what, what the injury completely turned out to be when they fully know what all is going on with it. And he doesn't want an MRI, which to me tells me that he knows it's a tear. I think so. Which is tough. Yeah. Um, but he's got a ring, and it, it's still it's tough for the Rangers, who we're kind of counting on him to go ahead and, and kill it this year. But, you know, things happen. Life happens. Uh, pitching is a very unnatural thing, and it makes sense when pitchers' arms stop working the way they should because yeah. humans were not made to hurl baseballs 95 miles an hour a hundred times every five days it just it's not a normal thing but i mean i'd be perfectly happy i I love andrew adrian sampson i think he's done a pretty decent job in his role but i I like him better in pen yeah than i do in the rotation and also shelby miller's had kind of a rough go of it i don't know how much longer they're gonna keep in the rotation if he keeps on barely making it through four (laughs) innings yeah I mean, say what you will about Bartolo Colon, but you know you're at least going to get some innings out of him, which is what this rotation kind of needs behind Mike Miner, who is now an ace. He wanted you to know that he's an ace, and he didn't like it when people said, oh, well, you're not a number one. And so he just went out and started throwing baseballs really well, like he did back when he was a prospect at Vanderbilt and when he was a young 22-year-old in the Braves rotation. So he's like, hey. I'm back. Remember when I was good? I'm still good. So <laughs> give me the respect I deserve. And Mike, I, I want to give you that respect, Mr. Mike Major. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that joke. Pun? Is it pun at this point? Yes. Yes. Yes, That that is a pun. I'll give it's, it to you. It was ponderful. <clears throat> so, I'm not giving that one to you. That's no. Fine. That's fine. Someone else will. Mike Tato will. Mike, if you're listening, please please tweet me how good my puns are. Please tell him how bad that second one was. Mike, I need your support. And <laughs> any of you pun lovers on Twitter, I, I need your support. I love puns. I just didn't love that one. If you love puns, then you love all puns. No. Some puns are really, really bad. Actually, they're all bad. Or they're all good. I, 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 I think they're all good. But it's... They're also all bad. I have a, I have a mixed relationship with puns. <laughs> okay. 
I have absolutely no way to transition from puns to what I want to go to next. So speaking of a different thing, uh, <laughs> Chris Woodward in his post-game press conference was talking about expecting this team to be a championship team. Someone asked him about if the expectations were different from this team um, compared to last year, even though he wasn't the manager then. It's fine. Kind of a weird question. But <laughs> the answer, well, he's like, hey. I expect us to be a championship team. I think this is like, I know I might sound crazy for saying it, but I want these guys to know that they're good baseball players and I want them to have confidence confidence in themselves. And if you're not here to win a championship, then what are you doing? So Morgan, what do you think of that quote? I, I have a lot of thoughts, but I want, I want to hear what you think. Um, I like it. And I think it, I mean, I feel like it's something all managers probably say at the beginning, especially if they're not, seen as contenders but I feel like the difference here is that the Rangers are actually showing that they'll compete especially at a level that already this far into the season which isn't far is better than what we expected from them so I like to hear that from him especially because he's kind of has the proof to back him up on that mentality yeah and I like him instilling confidence in these young guys I mean for the most part, these guys haven't really experienced a lot of winning um, at the big league level in their career. I mean, they were there for a few of them were there for the twenty four or 2015 and 2016, and, and that was great. But uh, last year wasn't great. And, well, Ruggie was actually one of the few that was there for 2014 and all that hot mess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, but it's really nice to see him having confidence and, and wanting to say, hey – this is the bar we're working towards. Um, it doesn't matter if we don't get there this year, but eventually this is what we think we can be. And him believing in that his players have the talent to do so um, really speaks volumes to just the kind of leader that you want him to be. And that's exactly what you want from a guy to go ahead and, and get these guys to puff their chest out, like you said, and and know that they're darn good baseball players because they've got some darn good base- baseball players on this team. Yeah, and another thing that I think they mentioned on the broadcast yesterday about something that Woody says that I feel like we also hear from a bunch of managers is to trust the process. And he was telling that to Gallo because apparently Gallo in his uh, 0 for 16 streak, he was saying that he felt like he was disappointing the team. And Woody basically said that, um, again, you have to follow the process. And the process also doesn't just include home runs and walks and getting on base you also have to go through the lows and again I think that's something every manager can easily say but I feel like he's shown more in backing up what he's saying and helping the players through that as well yeah I think so too uh, <clears throat> I think that quote you were talking about was was in Levi Weaver's article about Joey Gallo and trusting the process and and how Woody talked about that being him Joey feeling like he's letting down the team when he's not having successful at bats. He's like, that's, that's what I want from these guys. I mean, I don't want them to feel like they're letting us down because they're human beings, but you know, it, it shows that they, how much they care. And there's a lot of, he said, there's a lot of guys on this team that care so much. And, and you can bring them back from caring too much to be like, Hey, it's okay. There's nine guys in the lineup. There's 25 uh, on the roster and we all have a part to play but you can't make someone care more. Like you can't cause them to, to care more and want to do well for their teammates if they don't already care. Right. Yeah. And so that was really exciting to me to, 
to see how much this team cares about each other and and how I th- I think Chris Woodward's it, I mean it's only what a, about a month into the season uh, not even so and it's his first <laughs> season as the Rangers manager but I really like the job that he's been doing the things he's been saying so far because it looks like he's backing them up yeah for sure Hey guys, it's time to talk about sex. Good sex. You know, remember the days when you were always ready to go when you were a young stud and, you know, it wasn't any, any trouble getting it ready for, for your partner? Now you can increase your performance and get a little bit extra confidence in bed. Listen up. Bluechew.com. That's like the color blue and chew, like what you do. So they're here to help you out with your sex life, make things spicier, make sure you last all the way until the ninth inning, you know? Don't want to get pulled out of there with a reliever, you know? You really got to be make sure you're ready to go and just like you were back in the young days. This isn't for guys who can't perform. Any guy who wants a little bit of extra help in the bedroom, you know, this is here for you. It's a, perfor- it's a legal performance-enhancing drug. So, Blue Chew is prescribed online, ships straight to your door, very discreet package, no in-person doctor visits, I know that's really uncomfortable, no waiting at the pharmacy, also super awkward, you don't want any of that. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. So if this sounds like something you want, Morgan, where can the fine fellows get this stuff? You can visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the promo code MLB, all you pay is $5 shipping. And that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com with promo code MLB to try it for free. Blue Chew's the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. Is there anything else that stands out to you in this game, Morgan? Um, I mean, really, Mike Miner going nine innings. Um, he was out of the rotation him and Lance Lynn, I think, were the ones that I was counting on most. Mike Miner more so than any of them because he seemed to be the healthiest. So the fact that he went seven innings his last two starts, a full game this start, and a shutout, that is amazing to see because it gives me more confidence, especially knowing that when Lance Lynn pitches tomorrow, the bullpen is pretty fresh from not pitching today at all. Yeah, absolutely. And <clears throat> I I had some thoughts about uh you know, Mike Miner being one of the few valuable rotation pieces or few veteran pieces that they might actually think about like selling off at, at the deadline, but you know, this might be a guy that you want to have in your rotation when you try and start contending next year. He might be more valuable than whatever prospect packages you might get in return for him at the trade deadline this year. So I I'm starting to change my tune to think into thinking you know what, keep this guy around for sure because this is a guy that you want when you start to to go into playing meaningful contending baseball, which the Rangers are already kind of doing right now with an above 500 record, which is pretty impressive right now. And a winning streak. I didn't even think we were going to get that much out of this season. Well, hey, we got our three-game winning streak right now, and... You know, <laughs> the Rangers <laughs> play the Angels tomorrow, and the Angels are sending Matt Harvey to the mound, and the Rangers are sending Lance Lynn. So that bodes well for them turning this into a, a sweep, for their fir- which would be their first sweep of the season and would be their first four-game win streak of the season, 
which I'm not sure they did last year. But hey, four game win streak, three game win streak is pretty good. Four game win streak is really good. You know what else is really good? This podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was a better transition. There we go. I, I'm getting the hang of it. You know, <clears throat> we we haven't been going for a full month yet either, so. Now it takes some time, but yeah, this is a really good podcast and we appreciate you appreciating us and supporting us and subscribing to us and telling all your friends and making more friends just so you can tell them about our podcast and also converting your friends into baseball fans. We really do appreciate that and telling all of them to subscribe to us on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, and also Himalaya. Also, uh, yesterday uh, I went on Locked On Angels podcast with our buddy Taylor uh, and we played a little game uh, and also talked about Rangers prospects. And the game we played was, was called uh, NASCAR driver or Los Angeles angels prospect. And that was very fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, Taylor does a really good job over there. Um, Taylor Ward, follow him on Twitter at Taylor Blake Ward. Go check out that podcast of, of me talking about Rangers prospects over at locked on angels and, Go go give them a, a subscribe or go listen to them every once in a while, even though you're you're Rangers folks. But you know, it, it can't hurt to to learn more about your enemies. <laughs> Ooh, that's good strategy. It is. It is. How how else are you gonna get get learnt up? I mean, that's that's what we do. <laughs> is it? <laughs> well, not so sure. We we try and get learnt up, and you know, we learnt as good as we can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bryce Patrick. I'm Morgan Price. And hashtag together we pod.